Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. It's time for the Rock News Weekly podcast this week of May 24th, 2021. Season 3, episode number 20. Chris here inside the studios as well as Charles. What's up, man? Why, hello, Chris. Uh, We got lots of things to talk about, including huge festival lineups. We'll go over these festival lineups that were dropped this week for Bottle Rock, Lollapalooza, and Austin City Limits. Uh, REM celebrating their 40th anniversary this year with a limited edition vinyl and cassette release. We'll talk about the details of that. Nikki Six, Rob Zombie, John Five, and Tommy Clufettos have teamed up to form a new side project called LA Rats. Travis Barker opens his Reverb online shop this week with tons of gear for sale. 21 Pilots have a Chipotle burrito named after them and more. Plus this week in music history trivia, weekly WTF, and so much more. All of our links are up rocknewsweekly.com, however you like to listen. Give us a like and a follow on all of our social medias at rocknewsweekly, uh, especially on Instagram for our one-minute video updates. Uh, some new releases this past Friday on the 21st of May. We had some new albums out. Uh, let me see. In the rock world, uh, Fly Pan Am, Gary Newman, Lord Huron, um, okay. Olivia Rodrigo, hmm. Paula Cole, Patrick... Oh, the Tragically Hip. I know that those guys are from Canada. And okay. 21 Pilots had their new album out. Oh, that just released? That's right. Ooh. Scaled and Icy is right. the name I'm of that one. To that. Just came out this past Friday. So that one's already out and coming out this Friday on the 28th of May. There's new albums out from Bachelor, Brent Arcana, Black Midi, Blackberry Smoke, DMX. Oh, wow. His posthumous release called Exodus. So DMX has a, an album coming out. That's interesting. Uh, KD Lang, Lou Barlow, and Moby has an album called Reprise that's coming out. So Ooh, there nice. you go. Uh, so speaking of those new uh, festival lineups that were dropped this week, Bottle Rock, check it out. We got Guns N' Roses, Stevie Nicks, and Foo Fighters as the headliners for Bottle Rock this year, along with Miley Cyrus, Megan Thee Stallion, g Easy, Run the Jewels on there. Oh, KG yeah. Elephant, Portugal, The Man, Young, The Giant. Uh, lots of bands on there. Look at that. Yeah, Jimmy World. Well, that's crazy. Diggable Planets. Yep. Diggable Planets. Nice. Um, nice. A lot of these I've never heard before ever, but they've got some cool names. I mean, Suki Waterhouse. Isn't that the name of the lady on um, the HBO show? Suki, Suki Water Stackhouse. Oh, Suki, I don't never know. Right. Suki, Suki Stackhouse. <laughs> Stooky Sackhouse. Stooky Buffalo Gospel. That's actually a pretty cool name for a band. You know, I think I would be excited to see, uh, you know, Run the Jewels, of course. Um, Guns N' Roses would actually be pretty cool to see live. I'm kind of surprised that they're on Bottle Rock, to be honest. It's uh, kind of a, I don't know, um, not not really their style, it seems like. Uh, They're definitely the most, like, rock and roll band on the lineup as far as that. Besides Foo Fighters, I guess Foo Fighters, you know. Stevie Nicks would be cool. Stevie uh, Nicks yes, would be that'd awesome. Be awesome. Yeah. That'd be that'd be really cool. And it's uh, Labor Day weekend, September third through the fifth in okay. Napa, California. So check that out, guys. All right, swanky. Lollapalooza. Here's Lollapalooza. Oh. Also, Foo Fighters on this one. Check out this one. This like every, everybody, the same. Look, 
I know, almost. Foo Fighters, Miley Cyrus. That's on the last one, too. It's That's crazy. Oh, what? Journey. Uh, Journey with their kick-ass new singer. Yeah, Journey. Yeah. Uh, Journey's in there. Well, um, new-ish. He's been singing with them for like 15 years. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like you said, yeah. a lot of the same artists there. Jimmy World on that. Foo Fighters on that. Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah. Then uh, we got Post Malone, Tyler, the, the creator. Journey, a little bit different there. Um but very big lineup. There's a lot of Whoa. artists. A lot of artists on wow, this one. Wow, look at that. Uh, Lollapalooza. And they said they're going full capacity uh, July 29th through August 1st. Oh, wow. Modest Mouse. That's yeah, crazy. Modest Mouse is up there. Wow. Uh, they're in the third line there along with Limp Bizkit. Uh, crazy. So yeah, that's a pretty wild lineup. Limp Bizkit is, was all, is also playing on Thursday in yeah, Aftershock. Yeah, Aftershock. They're Thursday night's headliner. Are they coming back? I don't know what they're doing. Know. I don't know what they're doing. I know Lalo's over there shaking his head like, no, no. I hope they don't. Honestly, I don't know. I, I ho- I'm hoping it's just a quick cash, bra- a cash grab, and then that'll be it, and we won't see Fred Durst for right. a while again. Yeah, sorry, sorry, fans of Limp Bizkit. Uh, I, I remember when they first came out, and their album dropped, and they had that George Michael cover of Faith, Faith. and oh, yeah. and people were like, oh, this is pretty good. I remember having my friends be like, oh, this is pretty awesome. This is pretty new. And I listened to it, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's like a new take on it. That's awesome. Probably like the third time I heard it, I was done with it. Like with Limp Bizkit, like all together. I think yeah. it took about maybe three listens where I was like, no. <laughs> uh, Austin City Limits Festival out this week as well. October th- 1st through the 3rd and then 8th through the 10th. Kind of like cool. what Coachella's doing with yeah. two weekends of the same exact lineup, which is kind of a, a trip. Uh, wow. th- this one's a little more diverse. Uh, they got George Strait as the headliner. Along with Billie Eilish, Stevie Nicks, Miley Cyrus, Rufus Dussault, The Baby, Erica Badu. Oh, um, that'd be great. Yeah, and then we got some other ones in there: Saint Vincent, Modest Mouse again, Greta Van Fleet, uh, John Party, uh, Future Islands. Uh, it's like kind of all over the place with this one. Look at that play on words: uh, Alice in Wonderland. Like they spell it Allison, like A A L. Oh, Allison, like the first name Allison. Yeah, that's that's pretty clever. Um, and oh, so there are some artists that are only there on yeah. weekend two, and only there on weekend one. So I, I would love to see. Uh, actually, I would love to see Black Pumas live. I yeah, that would be great. Yeah, they're. I've heard they're a lot about them. Really good. Yeah, really look good at John Baptiste is on there too. He's oh, only yeah. weekend two, but that would be pretty amazing to see him. Cool. Uh, in a nice casual setting like that. So there you go. That's all happening uh, in Austin, October first through the third, eight through the tenth at okay. Zilker Park. Uh, two different um, weekends of, of music for you guys. Okay. Check, th- check this out. Shiprocked Cruise is happening. Oh, my gosh. In January of next year Ooh. with I Prevail, Steel Panther, Bad Flower, Seven Dust, Avatar, P.O.D., Aaron Jones, and more. Okay. So they're going to – so it's it, the ship Whoa. sets sail from Galveston, Texas, stops in Costa Maya and Cozumel, Mexico in the Caribbean. All right. Uh, it will also feature special performance from Lamb of God's Mark Morton. Don't know why that's highlighted. The Stowaways will return as Shiprock's own all-star band with a revolving cast of special guests. Oh, my God. You know, that's so interesting. Steel Panther and Bad Flower, I could see them kind of playing together. But it's weird. It's it's a weird mix to have Lamb of God and Steel Panther together. Yeah, I mean, right? if you guys don't know Steel Panther, they're kind of like almost like a joke band where they're just kind of like that 80s kind of cheesy 80s rock and roll like Poison and all that kind of stuff like yeah. rolled into a cheesy kind of parody. 
And then you have like serious heavy hitters like Lamb of God and Avatar on there. Oh yeah, that, yeah. Uh, Even I Prevails coming up. Pretty, yeah, they've got they they got some pretty hard. So stuff. that's interesting. I don't know. What do you think about getting on a, a cruise ship already, though? Right with these guys? No, uh, I don't think so. Well, you know, if Pod's there, at least you know that Jesus would be present, <laughs> and they're going to be protected least, on their yeah. journey. They'll be protected. Right. Be blessed. Yeah, that's um, true. That's yeah. true. The ship probably won't sink. Yeah, yeah. You so. know, and if they did sink, then you then it would be held afloat by the youth of the nation. <laughs> that's the they would just be playing that song over yeah. and over again until they got rescued. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. Lala, we could make a raft out of the youth of the nation. Just they don't need to be right. alive. You could probably make a raft out of all the unsold POD CDs. There you, know? you go. Like, you could just make a raft out of that, and <laughs> that'll save you. you know? Yeah. We are, we are, desperate for coverage. <laughs> <laughs> all right. KISS has got some European tour dates, if you guys are interested in that. Ooh. It's kicking off June 1st in Germany. Winds down in Amsterdam, Holland on July 21st. Nice. Uh, ton- it looks like tons of uh, UK areas poland france belgium england denmark sweden finland all kinds of places so i love that check it's, it out the audience is the the audience is going to consist of at least 12 of tommy bayer's children <laughs> that he's never met before. that he's never met or <laughs> no exist yeah for that matter yeah hell yeah uh, you know it's weird i remember uh, going to the prices right and seeing bob barker and just thinking my god he he's just amazing because he's just like a walking corpse like he looks like he yeah how is he alive that. And I think like the same thing probably of Gene Simmons at this point. Like, he's probably a uh, he putting on that performance is probably great, but it's gotta kill him, right? It's, it's pro- just, he's probably a robot. At he's probably, he's a probably robot. android. Yeah. Oh right? yeah, not, I can not see the that. real Gene Simmons, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It's probably just a robot Gene Simmons that goes up there, right? Oh yeah. For him, and shoots missile tongues. Yeah, because I mean, you know, it's all makeup and stuff. You wouldn't be able to see the little the android like imperfections, oh, you know? There you go. Right? Yeah. So it's a perfect cover. Yeah. Android Imperfections is a dope-ass band name, by the way. <laughs> right? That I like would be, that. That would be a good one. Uh, all right. Uh, check it out. R.E.M. celebrating their 40th anniversary as a band. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Uh, they debuted. Their debut single was in 1981 with Radio Free Europe. And 2021, they're celebrating that by putting out that single on a 1500 limited uh, edition of it's a bundle with a seven inch single as well as a, ca- a cassette tape okay it's a demo tape that's supposed to be it was called cassette set that's what they called their first demo tape right? oh gotcha so they're re-emulating that demo tape and making it again and then they're also putting the radio free europe uh on actual 45 rpm original format Ooh. single housed in a jacket featuring photography by michael stipe in an homage to the band's hometown, the single was pressed in Athens, Georgia at Kindercore Vinyl. Oh, yeah. Where they're from, huh? Yeah, yeah, so that's pretty cool. And then you get the cassette set, which included a, a few playful editions, st- Sitting Still, uh, White Tornado, a bunch of like kind of rare tracks from uh, R.E.M. So That's cool. Check it out. It's going to be on their website, and I think you can like sign up for it now, or it's going to be... Um, says their 40th anniversary celebration will actually be kicking off on July 23rd yeah. with the reissue of that. So I don't know if you can pre-order it now or if you're going to have to wait till then. But I, I like that. And, and like I, I mentioned this once before on one of our shows, but it's really just encouraging that, you know, they've been rocking for 40 years and Michael Stipe has also been fighting the same strange, unknown degenerative disease for 40 years. You're right, and and which <laughs> makes him bald and alien-like. Yeah, yeah, and it's like sucked up and skinny. Like he always looks so frail, like he's losing his religion. <laughs> <laughs> slowly, <laughs> slowly, each year. 
<laughs> Slowly. Poor uh, guy. Awesome poor guy. though. Hey, yeah, I, I, I actually have quite a few REM uh, fan friends that would really oh, yeah. appreciate. Oh yeah, they're one that. of those. Yeah. They're one of those bands. Um, this is cool. Free live stream from Metallica coming up, uh, and it's they're they're going to be doing it for charity. Uh, to raise money for the All Within My Hands Foundation Month of Giving. Okay. This month, May 20, or the, excuse me, uh, today, by the time you guys are hearing it, Monday, May 24th, uh, Metallica is going to stream their September, September 6th, 2018 concert from Lincoln, Nebraska from the World Wired Tour. Cool. Uh, this one is featuring fundraisers on both platforms uh, for Feeding America and Direct Relief. So there you go. Cool free concert if you guys want to check it out. And you don't have to pay anything, but if you guys feel charitable, it's going to a good cause. So Dope. I love these virtual concerts. I, I've, you know, putting them on on a big projector screen and then putting yeah. some surround sound is really fun. Or throwing them on. Yeah. Like if you got uh, the, the big TV in the living room on the nice stereo oh, yeah. or throwing it in the backyard on one of the smaller TVs, it's just a fun time. Yep. And uh, it's it's been a, a good way of getting through all this stuff this past year, right? Yeah, At absolutely. least having that option with some cool shows. Heck yeah. Um, STP, they're celebrating the 25th anniversary of their 1996 album, Tiny Music, Songs wow. from the Vatican Gift Shop. That's 25 years old. That's 25 yeah. years old. That's uh, crazy. Coming out July 23rd this year. So um, it, they, they're releasing a bunch of rare tracks, unreleased tracks. There's something like 19 different unreleased uh, wow. demo rough versions on this uh, deluxe version of this STP album. So if you're a fan of that album or STP in general, yeah. make sure you pick that one up because it looks to be a very definitive edition of the album. Oh, cool. Very nice. cool. Nicely so, done. Coming out July 23rd. STP, baby. Uh, all right, so we were talking about this super group. This is kind of cool. Um, they got together apparently for a new movie on Netflix. Liam Neeson is in a new movie. Oh, it's, yeah. It's called The Ice Road. And I guess they're doing a bunch, a bunch of bands are on this soundtrack, including like... Cadillac 3, John Carter Cash and Cheap Tricks, Robin Zander. Okay. Jason Isbell, he's from uh, Drive-By Truckers. Um, Tim McGraw and a bunch of artists. And one of the big rock groups on there is this super group that's now called L.A. Rats, which consists of Rob Zombie, John Five, Nikki Six, and Tommy Clufettos. Oh. And so they're recording a cover of the 1962 Lucky Star Evergreen track, I've Been Everywhere, for Dope. the song track soundtrack to netflix new liam neeson movie the ice road nice nice so, done it just came out on friday may 21st uh, for that movie if you want to check out the movie and then if you hear that song in there you know it's rob zombie and a bunch of his friends well you know you know what the movie is it's actually what happens is liam neeson's daughter gets kidnapped you don't and, say yep and he has a particular set, set of, of skills. skills wow yep and it and he Man. and he mentions that in fact those are the only um maybe uh, you know, six or seven words. Is he, that he on says, the phone with her for uh, a good three quarters of the movie? Mo- most of the right. movie, and that's all he says. You he know, just says, that's I have so original. I, I, I feel like I need to go see that right away because yeah. I've never seen anything like that in my life. Yeah, I know. know. Not not at least two, wow. three, four, or five times. Nope, not at all. Yeah, so way to go. go. I still yeah. want Liam Neeson to do a remake of Darkman. I, I would. Ooh, I would. I would that would love actually that. be good. Yeah, because that '90s film is so bad when you look at it now and yeah. you're like man that is really horrible but it could be done right oh it big could, time they, it, with technology now and graphics and everything yeah. back then in the like 93 or 92 when it was oh yeah yeah that, hey they're doing um uh they're a good, doing a, a good one, dude. with you know henry cavill uh uh you know super superman the guy who played superman right yes 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 um he's actually doing a highlander remake he's oh no yeah, shit he's gonna play in, in highlander hey. and he did so good in the netflix some um, show of um the video game uh, uh 
Witcher, The Witcher. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Witcher. It was such he did such a good job that I, I could see him as Highlander. That's, but that's yeah. cool. That's a good idea. That would be good. Just FYI, audience, you're getting a Highlander reboot <laughs> coming out. Heck yeah. <clears throat> Some Sean Connery. Uh, coming up on Wednesday this week, Travis Barker is selling a bunch of his own personal used gear throughout his career. Nice. Something like his 20-year-long 20, 20 career of recording music with uh, Blink-182. He's selling off a bunch of gear, including drum machines, keyboards, bongos, boomboxes, and more, including a drum kit that he used and played on the uh, video for Adam's song. That's oh. one of the big full drum kits that he has available. But more than 100 pieces of music gear uh, music gear are available to buy. If oh, you guys yeah. want to check it out. He's got he's to make some money so he can keep up with the <laughs> Kardashians. I know. He says he just moved into a new studio and is trying to open up some space. So I don't know. Yeah, but, all right. yeah he's selling a bunch of his stuff. And it starts this Wednesday, May 26th. If you go to Reverb, uh, the the pedal uh, company, you go to their website. You can they have a sh- uh, Travis Barker online shop. Cool. This Wednesday, if you guys want to check that out. Nice. So, 21 Pilots got a burrito named after them. Ooh. It is a very clever name. It is called the 21 Pilots Burrito. Oh well, that yeah. So well, they, they, they must didn't have put thought any long spin. and hard on that because. <laughs> That blew me away. No spin on that one. Uh, the band posted a video of them making the burrito, which contains white rice, chicken, queso blanco, fresh tomato salsa, roasted chili corn salsa, cheese, and romaine lettuce. Oh, okay. So a very white w- white burrito? <laughs> it is. Everything in that's very um, very north northwest. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. So uh, that that it's only online order only. You can't go into Chipotle and apparently get it. You can only order it through the app uh, for that Twenty One Pilots special burrito. Oh wow! Time. And their new album is called Scale and Icy, and it just came out on Friday. Cool. So check yeah. it out. Looking forward to that. Uh, all right. Some birthdays this week. Couple of them, big ones though. Uh, Pete Townsend, the rocker, of course, from the Who, seventy six. Oh, yeah. Phil Rudd, the original drummer from ACDC, uh, sixty seven. And Dusty Hill, the bassist and singer. From ZZ Top, turning 72 this week. My dad stole from Pete Townsend. Really? Yeah, my late father. Yeah, he stole. Um, he stole a tambourine from a Pete tambourine, Townsend. Tambourine. That's right. I remember yeah. you telling that. Well, yeah. Why don't you tell a brief, the brief story there, real quick? He when when my dad was a kid, uh, you know, not not a kid. He was a, in his late teens. He was in a you know few bands, like little startup rock bands and yeah. stuff like that in Southern California, where he grew up in the um, he grew up in the Santa Maria area. Um, you know, uh, you know, Pismo near Pismo Beach and stuff like. They used to go down yep. to Santa Barbara all the time. It was right. this big deal. Anyway, he ended up winning like a, a battle of the bands. Uh, his band won battle of the bands, and so he became one of the many opening acts for the Who when they were rolling into town. You know, because they had like a bunch of kind of opening acts at this, fest- this festival. And while the Who was playing, my dad just kind of casually moseyed over to Pete Townsend's setup. He said he had all kinds of tambourines and stuff. He, said he had like a bunch of them, so he wasn't gonna miss one. So he just like swiped it. <laughs> and then and then so what the thing is is he didn't treat it with any sort of reverence so this thing is beat to shit it's like well we've used it in campfires and, yeah and yeah it's it's just it's missing little thing little jingle things and right but uh yeah it's been around That's for a while pretty awesome yeah. though yeah he, he gave it to me um for my 18th birthday oh how cool yeah so i've got it it's very pretty, cool it's pretty cool right on all right let's move on to some trivia this week guys this week in music history trivia on This Week in 1979, all right? Ooh. George Harrison, Paul McCartney, and Ringo Starr performed together for the first time since the breakup of the Beatles at the wedding reception for this musician. Was it A, Mick Jagger, B, David Bowie, or C, Eric Clapton? Whoa. Okay, so 
Okay, well, this this is kind of cool. 1979 was the year I was born. 1979, George Harrison, Paul McCartney, and Ringo Starr performed together for the first time since the breakup of the Beatles. Did they rename themselves L.A. Rats? <laughs> they did not. At, not. Not to my knowledge. At the wedding reception for this musician. So, A, Mick Jagger. <laughs> B, David Bowie. Or C, Eric Clapton. Lalo, which one is it? Mick Jagger, okay. So Lalo says Mick Jagger. I'm gonna go ahead, and you can't really see it on the screen where Chris is, but I'm gonna go ahead and just say D, a coke fuel David Crosby. Wow, he was and there. He well, it was his wedding. Oh, it was actually his wedding. Oh, yeah. And the, what a lot of people don't know is David Crosby has been married a total of 73 times. Oh, jeez. And and it was just it was such a huge. What was this number 40? This was. No, this is, I think it's probably like maybe in the twenties. Oh, okay. Yeah, a little from, early. Yeah, because he he just started getting getting he married all kinds. He married a cactus once and like all kinds of different things. Anyway, um, George Harrison, Paul McCartney, and Ringo Starr in nineteen seventy nine were they they just wanted some good old fashioned cocaine and David Crosby like actually had he it. He was the man. He just fluff it right out of his big giant Wilford Brimley mustache onto like a Santa plate. Claus. And, yeah, exactly. Just just sniff it right up. Anyway, um, yeah, it was it was a coke fuel David Crosby. That they played for. They came out of. They came since the breakup of the Beatles. They formed again just for that. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. It was actually Eric Clapton. Whoa! And here's the weird part: Eric Clapton and Harrison's ex-wife, Patty. That was who was getting married. She was previously what? married to George Harrison. Oh, okay. Now she is getting married to Eric Clapton, and he's just there at the wedding, like playing in the band oh okay hey you're marrying my ex-wife hey that's cool oh yeah huh have a good time i heard i heard a very <laughs> similar weird story about how like in one of these guns and roses songs um axel threw in like the sound of of some girl he was like having sex with and it uh, turned out to be the drummer's girlfriend oh and it and he threw that in there so every time they played that song they had to like have that in the background i like read it in this, <laughs> wow yeah he would like he had to do it hey maybe they split up and everything was kosher and people uh, were no. happy and steven no. adler is not on good terms with the band and all that i'm sure that's like probably part of it oh yeah who well knows? no i meant this on this particular one. Oh, on this one oh, harrison's yes, yes. ex-wife and yeah who knows yeah. right yeah um yeah, and I think David Crosby was the best man at this wedding. Oh, actually. he had yeah. to have been. He was totally shit-faced, and he just ruined the reception. Yeah. He showed up with uh, no pants on. Oh, yeah. He, uh, yeah. he had just he reeked of liquor. He did um, a little Steve Buscemi from the wedding singer type yeah, thing? Yeah, it was kind of like that, <laughs> but it was a little more dark. A little more dark and not so dark. funny, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so anyway, there goes uh, Eric Clapton. Nicely at, at done. Nicely done. We you, have another you, one here. You, you called that one, right, didn't you? Didn't you say Eric Clapton? Oh, Mick oh you Jagger. said Mick Jagger. But Mick Jagger was there. Uh, Mick Jagger joined them on the stage oh, cool. uh, to play together. Nice. So, Nicely done. All right. This isn't exactly rock and roll history trivia, but I thought this was a very cool and fun fact. Wow. In case you guys don't know. Uh, Mr. T, actor and wrestler, uh, was born this week. He turned 69. What is Mr. T's real name? Is it A, Larry Thompson, B, Leonard Treadley, or C, Lawrence Truode. Oh, Tre wow. Truode. I'm not sure how to say that last name. Uh, what do you guys think? Mr. T's real name. Uh, come say it in the mic, Lalo. What do you What do you, What do do you you feel is the, is the one? I'm going to go with Leonard Treadley only because it sounds just tough enough. 
<laughs> that it could yeah, be Mr. Like, T's. Like okay, yeah, that's a yeah. good point. That's yeah, a good yeah. point. Yeah, absolutely. Don't give me no jibba jabba, says Leonard Tridley. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> uh, I'm, you know, I agree with. There's no way to filter in a co coked out, yeah, coke fueled David Crosby. No, not in this one. So I'm gonna go with Lalo. Lalo, yeah, B. Leonard Even though Tridley. I'm sure they uh, they did cross paths. Oh, yeah. probably they wrestled at some point. All right, check it out. <gasps> it's actually Lawrence Turode. Wow. So why did he change his lame legal name to Mr. T? And this was a pretty cool quote. He says, I think about my father being called boy, my uncle being called boy, my mother coming back from Vietnam and being called boy. Oh, my brother, sorry. So I question myself, what does a black man have to do before he's given respect as a huh. man? All right. So when I was 18 years old, when I was old enough to fight and die for my country, old enough to drink, old enough to vote, I said I was old enough to be called a man. I self-ordained myself Mr. T, so the first words out of everybody's mouth is Mr. That's a sign of respect that my father didn't get, that my brother didn't get, that my mother didn't get. Oh, that's pretty dope. Quote. That's a cool reason to change his name to Mr. T. Yeah, I was like, that's pretty That's pretty badass. You know, a little a little weird trivia fact here. When TomTom Tom first came out as a navigation unit, like way back when, before, you know, like cool iPhones. Oh and yeah, Netflix. yeah, yeah. I actually they had paid uh, they paid actors to do the voices for the Tom Tom, and mine was Mr. T. Like I paid. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I paid like a monthly fee or whatever to, to have, have Mr. Him. T. Yeah, to right fool. Yo, that's exactly what. Yeah, he he <laughs> and he would go. Don't give me no jibba jabba. Turn left. It was the greatest. It was the greatest thing. When you turned it on and activated, he would go. I pity the fool that drinks and drives. It was just. It was great. That's awesome. Um, all right, this isn't so awesome this week, uh, but it's worth mentioning. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this. Top five American Idol finalist Caleb Kennedy uh, no longer competing on the show after a contra uh, uh, controversial old video of the 16-year-old singer surfaced on social media. Apparently, he's sitting next to someone dressed like a member of the Ku Klux Klan and it attracted more than 100,000 views on Twitter. Um. <laughs> Although ABC and American no. Idol have not issued a public statement, the singer's appearances have been removed from the show's official YouTube channel, Instagram, and Twitter, and he just disappeared from the show this past Sunday. Yeah. Didn't even yeah. make a mention of it. Oh, yeah. So uh, pretty crazy how yeah. some of those things will come back and uh, come back and haunt you, you in, know, a, in a very bad way. And, you know, they the people should should know this. You know, like for me, I would say my 16, when I was 16, it was a bit of a haze. But uh, uh, but I you know I from the age of sixteen to the age of twenty two, I did a lot of stupid, stupid stuff. Like I didn't do oh, any yeah. horrible things like that. That was, but I did crazy stuff. Like, you know, maybe I I got drunk and you know ran into a pool or jumped into it, you know, yeah, or I or I yeah, yelled yeah. around or I did totally. something crazy or I stupid stuff. Yeah, I rode on the hood of a car at some point with a skateboard. I mean, like, yeah, stuff like that. That's why, like, I could never run for city council because <laughs> right? I know that at any that there was many times when those things were photographed or pictured. You know, <laughs> yeah. I've like I have like a uh, you know photos of me at like you know 19 years old just holding two giant handles of tequila, you know, yeah. or, or you know it's stuff like that that just it would never fly. So don't don't try to be famous if you know you have like a bit of a, a sorted, sorted past. past, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and apparently, don't light Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, This Smells Like My Vagina Candle for more than <laughs> three hours because it will blow up on you. And what? this guy is suing Gwyneth Paltrow. Colby Watson, a man, says he purchased the 10.5-ounce vagina candle online in January. He claims he lit the candle for the first time next month and insists there was nothing close to the candle, no drafts. 
He writes that after burning for an estimated three hours or less, the candle exploded. Whoa. He admits that Goop did warn users to not burn the candle for more than two hours at a time. He dubs the vagina candle inherently dangerous and is trying to put together a class action lawsuit seeking damages of $5 million. Why? Why? How does a candle explode? I don't get it. I don't know. I, I have no idea. How and I think that is kind of an inherently flaw in a candle is you can't have it lit for more than amount of time yeah that's before it becomes weird kind of hazard yeah like, what's in the candle aren't you supposed to leave candles burning for you isn't yeah. that the whole point but yeah like you could fall asleep to it like a candle is just wax what's going on there uh, gwyneth paltrow i don't know you you might have to buy one to check mm, it out that's you might, quite your interesting own, your own mm. investigation there uh, listeners um, all right, some good news. We're going to end the the good uh, the, the podcast on some good news here. This is a, a good story around the world here. Leonardo DiCaprio has announced a $43 million pledge for conservation operations in the Galapagos Islands. Oh, cool. The initiative in partnership with Rewild, an organization founded by a group of conservation scientists and DiCaprio, aims to rewild the Galapagos Islands, as well as all of Latin America's Pacifica, Pacific Islands. Arch- archipelagos Arch- is that how you say that Arch- uh, archipelagos archipelagos, uh, archipelagos. Oh, oh, nicely done thank Lalo. you Lalo. the the pledge will fund projects including efforts to restore floriana island home to 54 threatened species oh yeah and reintroduce 13 locally extinct species the money will also pay for a breeding program and other activities to prevent the extinction of the pink iguana and strengthen measures to protect the galapagos marine resources from the impact of ecotourism you know i actually read about this and one of the um one of the animals that's being uh species that's being reintroduced actually is uh the la rats wow <laughs> really yeah and they're all they all have like a scruffy beard yeah they all look like rob zombie the, right yeah. they all have like some kind of a, a, a like a torn tattered yeah denim vest on yeah yeah absolutely they're a very yeah. specific breed of rats yeah. and they, they this is what they sound like when if you hear them they go they sound like this Aww. Aww. wow yeah that's pretty amazing it's pretty great yeah so la rats on the galapagos islands yep. coming back thank coming you Leonardo back. dicaprio god thank you leonardo wow. dicaprio I and mean, you know we've been waiting for this mm-hmm. for a while yep absolutely follow us on instagram and facebook twitter at rock news weekly guys thank you uh, for tuning in give us a like and a follow uh give us a rating if you guys enjoyed the podcast in the apple and google stores we would appreciate it rocknewsweekly.com and we'll see you next week have a good one peace, peace.